despite the robust protesting from uh, James Calkins previously calling it a Taj Mahal. Uh, ridiculous. Anyway. Uh, <coughs> are we gonna Love. Yeah. Wow, that one caught me by surprise. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, yeah, I, I love it when you get older and your body just decides, I'm going to do something to you right now, and you're not going to like it. <laughs> it's so true. Anyway, um, so they approved it uh, unanimously, and even though he had protested quite a bit about this before, did uh, not choose to show up to the meeting yesterday, and therefore was not on record voting against it, even though that's what he had said he would do. Uh, joining us now, we have Dan Shebler, former county administrator and um, – oh, I, that's – Gosh, sometimes restraint is the better choice. Anyway, uh, also the uh, the um, operations director for the District 1 Medical Examiner's Office. Uh, Dan, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Thank you, Andrew. It's been quite a while since we've chatted. It, it has been. It really has been. Um, and so this is a really a historic deal because, as I understand it, previously if there were a multi-county need for a medical examiner's facility in Florida – kind of like the big city would just do it or the big county would do it, which Escambia was not willing to do on its own. So having multiple counties coordinate in an agreement and fund a facility is a first ever in Florida. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is kind of a, a unique situation, the way our district is laid out with counties all in, all in a row here. Um, in, and as you said, in, like in Jacksonville, Jacksonville, the city uh, county of Duval is uh, building a facility and they serve the outlying counties there. But um, quite um, unique, and we're quite proud of the fact to be the be the first again um, in the medical examiner field doing this. That's pretty impressive. And look, if 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 the four counties had just kind of all come on board right away and agreed, we'd all look at this and say, "Hey, great, well done," you know, uh, as it should be. But this has been a slog. I mean, this was years in the needing, and then it's been at least two years in the making, including a whole bunch of side plots that we don't necessarily need to rehash right now, but a lot of drama surrounding this, what would seem to be a fairly uncontroversial need to build this facility. Yeah, it certainly is a, a, a critical need and a piece of the public infrastructure that most people don't think about. Um, and, and we're certainly not building a Taj Mahal. You know, we're building what's necessary and needed for the district uh, now and for decades to come. So, uh, you know, it's interesting. You, you mentioned 20 seconds. I think the votes across the four counties probably took a total of five minutes, but it, it has been uh, years of work um, to get to that point. This round all took action. <laughs> this round of voting this, this, this round, <laughs> took right. five minutes. Yeah. Right. This, this final round of voting, this final round of voting where everything is approved, you know, and it, it takes a whole bunch of people to get something like this done. And I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Senator Broxson mm. um, and Representative Andrade, who have supported us in the legislature. Absolutely. Um, they've done uh, you know, a lot of work in Tallahassee as well as locally in, in, um, in supporting this project and, and putting money towards it. And, and look, uh, Brad Baker's been a key part of this. Who's the guy that's running the, 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 the Okaloosa guy that was running the, um, uh, the board? What's his name? Uh, Craig Coffey. Craig Coffey, yeah. you know, um, and, and you, you talk to Eric Gilmore regularly, and our, our fourth board member is Melissa Thomason. Melissa Thomason from uh, Walton County has been with the Domes board since its inception and four years ago. And that's really when this whole discussion started was was four years ago as we were looking for a new medical examiner um, and, you know, having a facility that is is adequate and um, serves the needs and um, works for the, the workforce um, is a key part of attracting um, you know, medical examiners and, and what and they're in very short supply. And, and by the way, I, I just don't, don't want to go without mentioning it. I, I think huge credit goes to uh, Robert Bender. 
because uh, he managed to pull around a board that had been so hostile. The other three members of the board have been so hostile to this in some really ugly ways um, and managed to get everybody to vote for it. So, uh, you know, kudos all around. One one last thing before we let you go, um, Dan, is uh, this facility, even though it is a little bit smaller than the original proposal, is expandable as future needs grow, right? And you are keeping the option of the Sacred Heart facility open along the way, even after this is built, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, the facility's been um, scoped, rescoped, and um, we'll, but it's it's a, an adequate size. It will meet accreditation standards from the National Association of Medical Examiners. It will serve the, the uh, district for um, decades in the future. And, and you're right, we're going to retain Sacred Heart as a backup, additional capacity in case there were any sort of you know mass disaster or natural disaster or mass casualty kind of event, um, you know, in the in the near term. I said I have one more. I have one more quick question I want to ask you, but hang on for just a second. We're talking to Dan Shebler, the operations director for the District 1 Medical Examiner's Office. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake? Okay, not too much out there this morning on your commute. We do have the right-hand lane of Fairfield. Uh, just after the McDonald's across from Waterfront Mission there, there is a power pole that has uh, come down, so they are trying to get that back up and uh, and fixed. So if you're headed down Fairfield this morning, just be careful. Uh, on the right-hand side of the road there at the McDonald's across from Waterfront Mission, you're going to have some slowdowns. Um, <clears throat> otherwise, 98 uh, is looking good through Navarre and Gulf Breeze. Highway 90 coming out of Milton into Pace is flowing smoothly. Uh, this report is brought to you by Discover Bank. Discover wants everyone to feel special with live 24-7 customer service. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Uh, 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, back to Dan Shebler, the District 1 Medical Examiner's Office uh, uh, Operations Director. And uh, also, I guess I, I, I keep saying Robert Bender, but, you know, Mike Kohler was, as the nurse, the one that was pushing for this, too, and saying how important it was as a county commissioner here in this game, and I don't want to leave him off the list. Uh, last thing, and this is really because... I know if you asked me two years ago, well, what does the medical examiner's office do and why does it matter to us? I probably wouldn't have been able to give you a great answer. So there may be people listening right now who still at this point are like, why are we spending $18 million on something that, you know, why is the state funding it? Why are we funding it? Why is this so important? Can you just maybe give them a real brief what y'all do and why it matters to the general public? Maybe not on a daily that they see, but when it does matter, it matters a lot. Yeah, the, the medical examiner's mission is, uh, you know, it's a support of the criminal justice system. Um, we are to ensure complete, timely, accurate death investigations and provide, I would, uh, I think our mission statement is credible, objective, truthful, and scientifically sound determinations of cause and manner of death. Now, people think criminal right away because that's what you see on TV, but that could be everything uh, from a claim that supports an insurance filing uh, to wrongful death suits. There are civil suits that go on. So the medical examiner's office is key in all of those situations to provide that um, determination of cause and manner. And, and sometimes it's just closure to the families, to explaining to the families how their loved one passed. And when, and when the uh, facility is not adequate, it's a dishonoring of the process, of the need for the service. Um, and, you know, if you get backed up or can't do your work properly, you cause delays in the system, which can lead to people not getting their, you know, their life insurance payments. And, you know, it's all, and trials can be impacted. I mean, all kinds of things cascade from the medical examiner's office that, you know, again, I just wanted to give you a chance to talk about it because I think people might not realize how important the work is. Uh, I certainly know now more vividly because of having come and met you and Dr. Lesky and toured the facility. And, you know, I'm looking forward, of course, to the new facility when it gets put in place. Dan Shebler, he is the operations director for the District 1 Medical Examiner's Office. Dan, uh, thanks for the good work over so many years, and I always appreciate you being available, sir. Merry Christmas. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, Andrew. Merry Christmas. Absolutely.